Welcome to Amplify Your Soul with Dr. Shadia, the outlet. And Dr. Sharon, the nonprofit plug. Let's go, episode two. Episode number two. This is just so much fun. It is. Can we just talk about how much fun this is for and like no, two seconds? Yes, let's talk about it. No better like, person to do it with than you. Every single week, I crave for this moment. Like, yeah. I for one, it's just like a blast because we get to hang out and just yes. talk about shit for mm-hmm. like whatever we want. And it's just so much fun. So I like look forward to this all day. Right. And... During the week, we're texting and like giddy, like can't wait to record. Is it the time to record yet? Yep, exactly. What are you doing today? Yeah. Should we record? Right. How's LJ doing? What's going on? You know. <laughs> Have you talked to LJ? Right. <laughs> Our amazing executive producer. Ooh, purple banter. We yes. couldn't do it without we you. Could not do it without you. So on today's episode, you know, we we want to kind of focus on our pillars of our podcast before we actually start interviewing mm-hmm. others and, you know, what Amplify the Soul really stands for. And our pillars, pillars are community connection and wellness. And today we kind of want to focus on why community is so important to us, right? It's, it's a big part of a lot of people's lives. Like yep. if you're in business, not even just business, like your career, going to school, like community is so important. So let's jump into that. I feel like without community, there just would be like nothing functioning. I Like right. for me personally, I couldn't even move forward in life without community. And, and we can define community in so many different ways. So I don't know, maybe we should start with like defining community mm-hmm. and what that kind of means to us. Right. But I know that like this right here mm-hmm. is part of my community. Yes. Me, you know, starting on how I even met LJ and Purple Banter and mm-hmm. Love Wins Foundation and meeting you and getting into academics and more like that. Right. Like that for me was building community. Yes, definitely. And when we look at community, it's having a strong community really supports that social connection. Yep. You know, one of the things that we always talk about with, you know, entrepreneurs is like doing it alone. You don't have to do it alone. Right. Like that's a scary place to be. Right. Right. Is alone. You have to get out there, network, you know, meet people, have those social connections, have a sense of belonging. Right. And find the community that aligns with you. I was just talking to my sister about that earlier because we were having a conversation about, you know, maybe your specific age group isn't who you align with and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And I could totally relate to that because I spent majority my old ass. (laughs) She is not an old ass. But what I will say is that I do prefer to be around people five, 10, 15 years older than me because I align with that energy mm-hmm. and with that soul. And, you know, it's the same for her too. So, you right. know, finding that right community that aligns mm-hmm. for you, whether that's through networking or mm-hmm. school or work or a hobby. Right, right. Because you do have an old soul though. I do. You do. I and totally do. The one thing is that you don't mind just hanging out like with me and my son or just come and oh sit in at my it. house. No, I, I, like, like, I love it. it. It's not boring to you. Right. And, and that's kind of like my life is just like really laid back mm. and like super private. Yep. And you don't mind. You like, oh yeah, you come in, take your shoes off, like just relax. And yeah. that's how I want my home to feel. When you come to my home, I want you to be relaxed because I don't let a lot of people come to my right. home. So I want you to feel like it's your home and you can just be relaxed. Right. 
that's like a solid that just demonstrates community more for me. And mm -hmm. let me just add, because we all know I'm dog obsessive, like dogs can be your community too, or whatever yeah. animal you pick. Like it doesn't have to be a human. It can be like some of the other hobbies yeah. that you have in life. So, you know, mm -hmm. for me, like my connection to animals is also, you know, part of my community. I just had to throw that You're in. You're definitely the dog whisperer. Yeah. I don't know if I'm the dog whisperer, but because <laughs> these two knuckleheads are motherfucking knuckleheads, but like they're... I get it why when people right. call dogs emotional support animals, like I totally get it. Yeah, I definitely do. And and this is so important in the wellness space. Oh my you know, God. For people to have, if, if that's what helps you, I definitely suggest you get emotional support pet. Yeah. Definitely. And go talk to your doctor so they could get you a note so you mm -hmm. could carry your mm -hmm. dog everywhere you go. Right? If you live in an apartment, sometimes but don't be they annoying need that about letter. it. Yeah, like coming from a exactly. dog person, don't be don't be that fucking annoying person that ruins it for the rest of us. Because now I can't take my dogs on the airplane because of these dopes that right. did that that didn't have trained dogs. Like right. at least when I brought my dog on the airplane, like you would never had thought that this dog was like hadn't gone through some sort of like major obedience school, right. some serious canine training. Because mm -hmm. like. I was on that ass because I was not about to have it like fuck up for the rest of everybody right. else. And I needed that. I needed that when I was traveling at right. that point in time. But shout out to my sis, Sassy, and my niece, Lola, the pit Sassy, bulls of the family. Lola. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, and they're so cute, too. You no, know, they're yeah, so cute. Exactly. They are. She doesn't you know, do dogs. I don't really do dogs, but we've always had family dogs. But yeah, so pets are a part of the community. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't always have to be people, but. You should have some form of connection with people, with Absolutely. human beings. Right. Because I always say, I think we were born to be connected to others. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Right? Even, and it's funny because you people will be like, nah, you know, like I'm an introvert. I'll do my own thing. Like, listen, I'm a closet introvert. I really am. I am too. I just act like an extrovert because of my profession. And I do you love people to. sometimes. Yeah. But mm -hmm. like even the extreme extrovert, excuse me, the extreme introvert mm -hmm. still has to have some sort of connection to something. Right. So it's critical that like, don't be like, I'm an introvert. I don't need people. Nah, that's bullshit. Right. I don't agree. Mm -hmm. And you know, those that have severe mental illness, that's something different, right? We're talking about just yeah. the people that are, you know, higher functioning that doesn't really struggle with mental illness. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you can be introverted, but a lot of times they're going to come out. Yeah. They're going to come out because they, even if it's to go to the grocery store, right? The gas station, when we were on um, lockdown, it was literally, I enjoyed it, but <laughs> the gas I enjoyed that, going to- Did you to go hang out at the gas station during COVID? The grocery store. Oh, the grocery store. Yeah. But I enjoyed just even just going to the grocery store, right? Yeah. I was sneaking over my parents' house. Yep. Right? Yep. Yep. I, I, I snuck down to the beach, even though the ropes were there. You I probably just, was skating and everything. Huh? I had to do something. I had to get, yeah. I had to have my body move. So mm -hmm. I did it. Right. And the thing also about community, which we're really big in the other part of the community is the work that we do in the communities. Right. For real. That That's a huge thing. Going back into the communities, different marginalized communities, serving the people i love that shit mm -hmm. like that's that it really oh we've got a visitor me. who y'all we are back 
Dr. Sharon's family ran up on me. My fur babies. Yes, her fur babies. fur babies. They ran up in here like they own oh. this house. Yeah. They, they don't pay the bills. They did. But they know they run the house. Oh, they run this house. They yeah, definitely know. They, they was very they comfortable when they ran up in here. Like, for I'm really a guest in their home. I'm a guest in their home. I'm a fucking <laughs> guest in their home. <laughs> That's true. Right. But I they love them. It. But so, minor detail, yes. minor interruption. One day we'll have the dogs on the show. Yeah. They have a lot to say. They do. Oh, they have those two, especially those two are knuckleheads. And, and you know what, actually like to talk about community and we'll really get into the community that we were Mm -hmm. kind of talking about before we had the little fur family interruption. But Mm -hmm. this kind of made me think of it because the puppy that I have right now, she's now she's a year old, but you know, people stay puppies till they're like 10. So she's still a puppy, but she came to me because of, I have this community connection to people. People mm-hmm. kind of know, like, they kind of go to you and I for, like, you know, being the plug and the outlet mm-hmm. and resources and stuff. And so I actually had one of my girlfriends hit me up. She's a massage therapist who had another friend that um, they kind of gotten into a little bit of a family situation, had this puppy dog. Mm-hmm. They had no business having had the dog. Um, the the dude was shot and paralyzed. Oh, wow. She was pregnant with baby number five and all four other kids were under the age of like 10. Wow. So of course I'm, you know, I'm kind of known like, Oh, go to Sharon. Cause you know, she's maybe got mm-hmm. some sort of nonprofit resource or, and she loves pit bulls. So I'm mm-hmm. like a sucker for pits. So I'm like, shit, fine. Like I'll take this dog for like a couple of days, figure it out. Cause I already had one dog who's now five. Mm-hmm. And um, so talk about like community connection and being there for your community and just kind of having your tribe, like right. do it all together. I took this dog in and now I'm like obsessed with this dog and it's yeah. been a year later and she's part of the family. And yeah, I love the, go. your tribe is your vibe. Ooh, your tribe is your vibe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Ooh, that's the, mm-hmm. this is why we hang out. Cause let me tell you about that vibe. That vibe is good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We, we're it obsessed with is. our vibe. It is yeah. definitely. We have mm-hmm. a lot of fun and a lot of laughter, mm-hmm. which is so. That's so. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important to right. have community. It is, and to align your community with your vibe. Yep, definitely, definitely, because you can't do it by yourself. We have so much going on. Yeah. So to be able to have people that you trust, yeah, that Ooh. you can talk trust. to, mm-hmm. and for us, we really vibe off each other. And it's no egos involved. Right. Like you have your strengths. I have my strengths. Right. And it's like, oh, I got this idea or you got this idea. Like we both know our lanes. Oh, my God. And it's so funny. Like just to give you guys like an idea of that, we'll be texting and she's like, oh, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, damn, that's a dope idea. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. We haven't like run into like, do you want to do it? Do you want to do it? It's like. Oh, I got, I'm doing this yeah. one. You're like, oh, I'm doing yep. this one. Or it's like, oh, you should do this. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. The, the speaking event she had coming up, she told me like this name of it where she was thinking. I oh, was yeah. like, this should be the title. And she was like, what? Yeah, I'm taking that. October 8th at the Connect in South Los Angeles. Uh, Nakea Carter is putting on this event called Women Elevating Women. I am a guest speaker at that event. And of course, we had to have Amplify in the title. Yep. Women who amplify their brilliance in nonprofits. Yep. October 8th. That's going to be good. Right. And it, and it was, when I said it to you, it wasn't like, 
you know how people feel some type of way like oh, i don't need you oh to i felt some type of nothing. way like shit she That's just saved she my said. life that's exactly <laughs> she was like oh yes i'm using that i think i said oh my god yep exactly yeah. yeah and i could like really like saturday morning i had all kind of notes i can't tell y'all what i have but all kind of notes detailed early in the morning and she was like oh i love it okay done we're good. Yeah, Yeah, in fact, I saw the little image that I'm going to use for Instagram today. And I was like, oh, shit, it even like, it looked good. It it was awesome. Exactly. We just really piggyback off of each other. Yeah. And it's no egos like, oh, well, you're doing this. Oh, you're doing that. No, like, it's to benefit us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I know that with like the little fur doggy interruption, but Mm -hmm. like we were really getting into this like good, good concept of like, it's also kind of some of the ways that we met too, because it was some of right. the stuff we're doing with the community. Yep. And so you were kind of talking about uh, marginalized communities mm-hmm. and serving the community. And we've done some of that together. Right. I'll, I'll never forget the first time we ever did an event together, which was the um, back to school surprise to at school Martin Luther though. King yep. Elementary School in South LA. That was so much Definitely. fun. And, it, and it's fun having your friends, your community serve alongside of you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I started early when I, um, discussed on our last episode about serving with my grandmother. That's right. right. You know, yeah. I did a lot of community yep. work with her growing up. You know, I bring my son on stuff yep. with me. He, like he's almost at everything. I started the toy drive with my cousin. I serve alongside with her. My girlfriend, Jayla Baxter, the self-esteem queen, who we're going to be using her candles eventually. Oh yeah. I love that yep. picture. On we'll our we'll get this photo up so you guys can see it. It's yeah, our first serving um, together. I, I, I did a lot of um, coming out to a lot of her events. She does a lot of community work mm-hmm. and she's like that unsung hero. I can't wait to get her on because a lot of the work that she does, she doesn't put it on line. So she's been rescuing That's a true sex trafficking right teens for almost 20 years. Right. And a lot of people don't even know, but she's doing a lot of work in her candle company. The proceeds go back to that. That's oh why I wanted God, to make cool. sure that yeah. we used her yep. for that, which we'll be having a call for you all to order some candles pretty soon. I too. love that. Yeah. But that's community. Yep. Right. Yep. And she's in her lane, got mad respect for her. Right. And the community mm. work that she does. And she has her healing in a trap and all these different things. Oh, now I know who yeah. you're talking about. You know, okay, cool. It may be different than yeah. what I do, but I, su- yeah. I support her. She needs my support. Right. Oh, right. That's dope. Yeah. And see kind of like how community just brings you back to like being connected. Right. Serving purpose, serving mission, mm-hmm. like just getting our community together, you right. know, health as wealth and just. Putting all that together, I mean, it makes a huge difference. Right, exactly. Because you never know, as you build, right, you you connect with people, you build your community, you build your village, you never know how you all are going to serve each other. Right. Like when I did the, um, the event a couple of weeks ago for my girlfriend, Veronica, she does so much in the city of Compton. Like she brought them TEDx, Compton Boulevard. Wow. She has brought um Compton Wellness Collective to mm-hmm. them like really uplifting her community the community she was born raised in and still lives in today mm. 
And those are the people I really love being connected with. Yeah. Right. That's really doing the work, just not talking about it, but really doing it like us. Yeah. Mm, I love that. That's mm-hmm. what, that's what does it for me. It's almost kind of like instant gratification because mm-hmm. you're like right there in the thick of it. And I mean, like we kind of talked about in the first episode too, like just our cultural backgrounds mm-hmm. is like being in the thick of it with everybody. Yep. Exactly. Definitely. And that it's actually where I feel most comfortable at. Mm-hmm. Like yep. I feel most comfortable in the hood cause I'm from the hood and that's why I feel comfortable at like my, my girlfriend, Jayla, actually, she'll go, I've been downtown with her feeding the homeless. This is how, like when I really knew she don't be faking when the homeless people walking up to her, like, what's up Jayla? Oh like God, hugging her. she be hugging the homeless people and everything. I don't do all that. Yeah. But y'all know. Cause I, yeah. Yeah. But she go hug yeah. them and everything mm. like they really know her, know her by name. That's why I was like, oh, she really be down here. I mean, but that just goes to further show that mm-hmm. like she's demonstrating like community and relationships yep. and that she's someone to rely on. Exactly. And, you know, mm-hmm. Just trying to really enhance the street. Exactly. Definitely. Right. Yeah. Feeding, serving, whatever, you know, you got to do roll your sleeves up. Yeah. I'd be like so curious to know too, like how do other people define community? I know. Like I know what it means to me. We gotta go live one day while we're because I want to know like how do people define community? And I don't know if other people were doing it before me, but I'm gonna take the claim for it. But I hashtag community and I capitalize unity because I I had to break down. So growing up, I I was horrible at um, multiple choice tests I still mm-hmm. am so when I teach I don't give them because like those things they man they suck give tests, but. they suck so but my mom she was an English professor and so mm-hmm. thank god she taught me how to like break down um words and what mm-hmm. they mean so that I could kind of like not cheat on tests but it gave me like an intellectual cheat basically to kind of understand things mama and, elephant you taught her how mm, to cheat on tests I learned everything <laughs> from mama elephant everything the good the bad the ugly I learned everything from my mama Mostly the good though. She would kill me right now. But she actually, I think she she likes to take claim and the fame for mm-hmm. like teaching me some of the bad shit too. Like right. my cussing, for sure, mama elephant. So she taught me how to like break down these words and community was one of them. And mm-hmm. that's how I defined community was through mm-hmm. unity. Right. And you know what else it goes to show you think about, you don't really talk about the field you entered when you went to school. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what you entered was a helping field. Yep. Talk a little bit about that because you never, you talk about the non-profit part, but your degrees aren't in that. Not in that at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So that's pretty interesting. And and we'll have to get into yours too, because I know we have like crazy paths to how we got to where we got. And a lot of it was kind of just like, oops, Mm -hmm. accidentally kind of got there. So Mm -hmm. in high school, I thought that I was going to go into like the sciences, but I'm not going to lie. Like I struggled with like OCHEM and that shit, like Mm -hmm. still to this day. So I got into college. I went to Oregon State University, go Beavers. And it took me 13 declared majors, 13, like officially declared, like the paperwork and everything, 13 <laughs> declared majors before I found really? healthcare administration. My okay. problem was, is I was in high, in college when I was 16 and 17. Oh, you were young. And, and even, I even feel like when you're 20, you still don't have any clue and you're forced into it. And a lot of colleges make you pick a declared major. Yeah, they do. Rarely can you go undecided. And so 
thank God I had a community of supporters Mm -hmm. that were like, well, just take like the high level backcore classes, get that shit out of the way, do the ones that are for science and for liberal arts so Mm -hmm. that you could go either way. And I even, um, I forget the name of the school. I think it was like fermentation sciences or something like that. I majored in fermentation sciences because I was like, well, maybe I'll make wine and beer. I don't even like wine or beer, but I was like, maybe that's what I'll do. I didn't even know. I took a maraschino cherry making class. It was invented at Oregon State University. I love maraschino cherries because I love Shirley Temple's. (laughs) Oh my God, I just love Shirley Temple. So it just makes me so happy. Now I just really want a Shirley Temple. But I took a class on how to make maraschino cherries. Okay. And I was like, this is dumb as fuck. So I went to like the next major and the next major. And I ended up with a minor in Spanish. Okay. Because I in college, I went in, and lived in Spain and did like okay. a study abroad. In high school, I did a study abroad in Mexico. Then in college, okay. I did it. So at least I knew I wanted Spanish. Then I took this course. So I had this professor at Oregon State named Dr. Leonard Friedman, the coolest, baddest uh-huh. mother effort ever, like so cool. And I've known him for about maybe like 20 plus years now. His oldest daughter had my mom as a teacher in high school. And then I got to college and she, my mom was like, go talk to Dr. Friedman because you need somebody to talk to. So I did. And he was like, why don't you try taking like this intro to healthcare class and learn about like uh-huh. the, the U.S. health system? <sighs> So I was like, okay, that'll probably be pretty fascinating. Mm -hmm. And I did. And this woman named Dr. Stephanie Burnell was teaching it. It was so fascinating, Mm -hmm. mostly because I was like, I want to change this healthcare system. Right. So I ended up after there and and that's that's what I did. So 13 declare majors in Mm -hmm. and I still graduated in four years. So nobody out there can say you can't do that shit. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. I had to get parent signatures because I was under 18 in college. It was so embarrassing, but whatever you know mm-hmm. that's what happens um and so i did it it was my i think at that point my 14th and final declared major mm-hmm. and graduated got my undergrad in um healthcare administration health management and policy then i worked for a while in uh, a healthcare clinic in corvallis okay. oregon worked for a hospital in salem oregon mm-hmm. and then dr friedman coached me through it again got into grad school at university of washington mm-hmm. got my masters in healthcare administration um, did some international health stuff. And then after that, that's when I crashed my motorcycle, mm. metal pelvis y'all. That's how that happened. So right. we'll go into that on another day, maybe in our, some of our yep. wellness stuff. And then, um, started working for the VA health system and I became a hospital administrator for the whole veterans health administration. Wow. That was an experience mm-hmm. traumatizing, informative, eye-opening oh my god i don't even there's some shit i probably like some of these companies will come after me i'm just not even gonna say but ooh, i love you veterans and i was there for you i did what i could and now now i partner with the va now i partner right. with other veteran On organizations the other side yeah. of it yeah and i have tons of clients that are nonprofits that serve veterans and mm-hmm. that's like the best way to be right so then worked for a while and then was like oh i want to be called dr elephant because i think that shit's so funny so I was like, let me pay for a doctorate and go to, you know, get another degree just because I was like, I want to be called Dr. Elephant and hear that right. shit on the intercom. Dr. Elephant, you have a phone call. I just thought that shit was so funny. So I got my doctorate in international health and public mm-hmm. health. And then that's when I kind of really started getting more into like community programming. Mm-hmm. I even when I was at the VA, I, I ran a lot of their community programs for Southern California and Southern mm-hmm. Nevada. And just was like, damn, I, I really like the nonprofit sector professionally. Right. And that's kind of how I really got into it. And then was so deep dived into, 
deep dive. I was deep diving into it uh-huh. and really learned the infrastructure of nonprofit management and okay. every kind of position and was like, oh, I can do this for life and then got into mm-hmm. consulting and then opened up my own company and the nonprofit plug. Yes. And I'm so happy. About Me that. too. And like, literally. this is a lot of it is thanks to this woman right here, because I know I tell you this all the time, but like, I really am where I'm at today because of your little like nudges and they weren't even like hardcore nudges mm-hmm. and i know she could have gotten hardcore on me but they were like sharon maybe think about this or think about this and i was like yeah i guess maybe and then i tried a couple of things and i was mm-hmm. like oh shit it works right like and it that's really what community works. is about right yep. you you can't have people around you that don't yeah. want to see you win yeah right but you didn't even really like know me that well then. And you like no i feel like you were one of my number one supporters yeah and cheerleaders and like I was like, this woman like wants me to win. Cause I really love empowering women. Yeah. Like it, it. there's no reason that we all can't go together. Yeah. Like I don't have to be best. Like we're not best friends. Right. 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 But we're building a really we best close friends. Y'all don't let her play. <laughs> we're building a really close relationship yeah. where support is support. Yeah. Right. Support is support. Yeah. Support is support. And that's why community is so important. Yeah. Listen, I love Amplify the Soul Show. Like for me, it's like my own therapy. It's healing for us. It's healing for people who listen in. We want to relate to everyone. So I can't wait. Like we're closing out tonight, y'all. But we can't wait to bring you the next episode of Amplify the Soul Show. Check us out on Instagram at Amplify the Soul Show. We've got Dr. Shadia. I'm Dr. Sharon. We will see y'all next time. See y'all next time. If you want this, I want this. Everybody in this should have it. Stop illusions. It's in your hands. Show yourself and feel it to the day. Take the time to recognize it.